podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Wednesday, the day before Liverpool play RB Leipzig at the Red Bull Arena in Leipzig in our third last pre-season game. Of course, one of them comes after the Community Shield. And in fairness, the Community Shield is nothing more than a friendly. So it's the fourth last pre-season game. We'll probably see Jurgen Klopp take the game a little bit more seriously, play his best players for a little bit longer as he ramps them up ahead of the season starter against Fulham on August 6th, which is a mere two weeks away. So, yeah, I mean, it should be it should be a good game tomorrow night. For today, there's not a whole lot going on. We had confirmation yesterday that Reese Williams has joined Blackpool on loan. Uh, so best of luck to him. We'll see how he does there. Ben Davies completed a four million pound move to Rangers. One of the more bizarre transfers in our history, I would suggest. Signed out of nowhere for five hundred thousand on deadline day a couple of years ago, because we had the centre back issues. Never played bizarrely, and then sent on loan last season to Sheffield United, where he had a good season. Played 23 games. And now he moves on for four million pounds, which you know is a is a nice profit for us. You can't really argue that it's worked out well. It may well have been that that was our plan all along. He was out of contract that summer. So maybe we just saw an opportunity to make a few million quid and it, it worked out. We probably got 500 grand off Sheffield United last season for the loan itself. So this 4 million may well be all profit. Uh, on This is Anfield, there are 11 new photos of the Anfield Road and extension. Uh, this is Anfield have been brilliant at keeping people up to date on how the, the new stand has been going and the roof truss has been lifted into place and the stand is really beginning to to start to take shape and really beginning to start to look like it'll be quite an intimidating structure. Very, very similar, obviously, in design to the new main stand. Looks really, really good. Really, really good. And I do hope that eventually they'll do the Sir Kenny stand and then eventually do the cop and get the capacity up to maybe 85,000, somewhere in that kind of range. Because it would be filled every single game. Maybe not for the cup games, but for league and Champions League games, it will be filled. 
Uh, this is Anfield have obviously been out with their drone. It looks really good. It really does look good. The, the stadium is really starting to look more and more impressive. Uh, the main stand looks incredible. And this stand looks like it will be every bit as good. So do check that out there. Uh, why Liverpool's squad might be stronger despite Sadio Mane exit. Well, what are we comparing it to is the question. So the defence is obviously looking good. Trent and Ramsey, Kanate, Matip, Van Dijk, Gomez, Robertson and Simicus. And I think Gomez is the other one to stick in there right back. We know that the goalkeeping options are strong with Allison, with Kelleher. Um, Adrian obviously is sticking around for another year. There's a couple of talented young players. Uh, Sepp Vandenberg may well be the fifth centre-back. So defensively, we're in good shape. Uh, as long as James Miller doesn't have to play there, we're doing well. Uh, midfield is where there are obviously major question marks. At the number six position, you've got Fabinho. There's no ideal backup for Fabinho. Henderson can play there against certain teams, but against certain teams, he just can't. Milner as a number six is a laughable suggestion. Uh, Jürgen was clearly trying to be nice to a fellow that was sitting next to him. The right-sided midfield options, there's just none of them that are good. Henderson isn't good there. Elliot's far too young to be relied on. And Oxlade-Chamberlain has not shown anything in recent years to suggest he's worthy of playing regularly in that position. The left-sided options, Thiago and Naby are both great, but Curtis Jones doesn't have the defensive awareness, the defensive nous to play that role. And he's also not good enough in terms of his distribution because he holds on to the ball too long. And Carvalho's a fish out of water. He gets played there in the league. The forward line does look good, though. I do like how the forward line looks. Nunes, Jota and Firmino as options through the middle. Salah, Jota and Harvey as options off the right. I also think Cade Gordon can be used off the right. And then Diaz, Jota, Carvalho as options off the left. So the forward line does look good. Is it better than last season? I'm not 100% certain that it is. I think it's about the same as last season. But I do think that when we get to next season, even with just this group of players, I do think it will be better because Nunes will have had that first year. Elliot, Carvalho, Gordon will all be that year older. Uh, Ramsey will be a year older. So I, I do think in 12 months, this current group will be stronger than what we had last year. But for this current season, I am a bit concerned, especially just that right-sided midfield role, which is obviously been a weak link all last season and likely continues to be this season. Um, from Gerard to Desena, 29 former Liverpool players who are now managers. Steven Gerrard is the first team manager at Aston Villa. Nuri Sahin is the first team manager at Antalya Spor in Turkey. Danny Agar, HB Kog. Dirk Kaut at Den Haag. Andrea Desena at Renate. John Arnorisa, I genuinely had no idea he was managing. Uh, Avalvnes. Paul Ince at Reading. He's just not a good manager. Uh, Christian Ziga, FC Pinsgau. Jan Gromkamp, CSV Abeldorn. 
Nigel Clough is at Mansfield Town. Albert Riera is with Ljubljana, Olympia Ljubljana. Paul Kincheski is the manager of West Ham's women's team. Rigobert Song is the manager of Cameroon. I didn't know that. Youth team managers. Fernando Torres is over the Atletico Madrid under-19s. Alviar Baloa is over the Real Madrid under-19s. Javier Mascherano is over the Argentinian under-20s. Alberto Aquilani is over Fiorentina's under-19s. He's someone I could see being a good manager. Uh, Igor Bishkan is over the Croatian under-21s. Gregory Vignal over Dundee's under-18s. And then obviously former Reds who became managers and are just currently out of work. Xabi Alonso, who was in charge of Real Sociedad B last season, didn't go very well. Uh, Sammy Hippie and Marcus Babel have obviously managed multiple clubs. Uh, Maurizio Pe- Pellegrino was manager of Southampton for a while and was most recently in charge of Vélez Sarsfield. Robbie Fowler was managing with East Bengal last time out. Stefan Ancho was at Neuchatel. And Marientes and Anelka apparently um, currently out of work but have had some player coaching roles. Abel Xavier was in charge of Mozambique's national team. Hands up if you knew that one. And Brad Friedel was in management with the United States and the 19 team and the New England Revolution. Craig Bellamy, currently manager, currently assistant manager at Burnley. Gary McAllister, obviously assistant manager at Villa. Harry Kuehl is currently a first team coach at Celtic. Christian Polson is the assistant manager of Denmark. And Robbie Keane, Bolo Zenden, Jimmy Traore, Nicky Barmby, and Andre Varnon are also assistant managers. That's a lot of ex-Reds from a 30-year span that are currently working in the game as managers or coaches. Uh, there's a few of them that are quite surprising. Paul Konchesky being an obvious one. Um, Rigobert Song being another. Paul Ince getting another job, having been terrible wherever he's been. Um, but a few that I think are expected. I think everybody thought Agar could become a manager. I think the same with Alonso. Nuri Sahin, super intelligent player, was always going to be suited to management, obviously worked under Klopp, so he'll have had good schooling. Uh, Harvey Elliott reveals pre-season weight loss has been behind his impressive start. Liverpool hand Kay Gordon first-team show of fate despite injuries. 11 former Liverpool players who are free agents and one who retired this summer. Let's see. Uh, Luis Suarez... Daniel Sturridge, Lazar Markovic, Andy Carroll, Martin Kelly, John Flanagan, Stephen Colker, Andre Wisdom, Charlie Adam, Pachim Kasami. He was talented. It just never worked out for him. Ryan Babel and Martin Skirtle retired. Fair play. Fair play. I didn't realise he'd retired, but Best to look to him in whatever he does next. He'll probably go into coaching in summer. Liverpool will not forget about 
young player who can be Mohamed Salah heir despite setback. This is a piece about Cade Gordon. Liverpool already know Darwin Nunes' truth, as Fabinho explains classic Jurgen Klopp blueprint. Uh, Liverpool and Julian Ward can return for explosive next Sadio Mane as price tag drops. Ishmael Assar. It's it's a bit odd to me that he's still at Watford, that nobody's come in from yet because he's very clearly been available. So one to keep an eye on. Um, Liverpool have next Luis Suarez, who was ideal Sadio Mane's success to this about Luis Diaz. Roberto Firmino call may become obvious as Liverpool hold transfer talks for 26-goal Brazilian. Um, don't imagine we are holding talks for any 26-goal Brazilian. We're, yeah, Anthony, we're certainly not holding talks for Anthony. Um, Liverpool can sign another Marco Royce for Jurgen Klopp as ideal 34 million transfer chance arises. Is this Lucas Paqueta? It is. We'll just move on past that one. Uh, Liverpool sends scouts to Germany as Jurgen Klopp rekindles long-standing 18 million transfer interest. My guess is this is Florian Newhouse. Yes, it is Florian Newhouse. Liverpool sending scouts to Germany is apparently to look at a bunch of different players. Um, Mario Vuskovic is one of them, allegedly currently plays for Hamburg. Uh, Liverpool target rejects New Deal. This is about Carney Chukwemeka of Aston Villa, a player I'd very much like us to get our hands on. Super talented midfielder who could be a massive player for us for a decade. Liverpool have one more season to justify a £52 million transfer outlay and prove Michael Edwards right. Nobody needs to justify anything. Uh, Naby Keita hasn't been a flop, no matter how much people will try and make you believe that that's the case. He's just been very, very unfortunate with injuries. Jurgen Klopp, could, sorry, Liverpool could unearth next Fabinho in pre-season as Jurgen Klopp experiment continues. I assume this is about Basetic. Yes, it is indeed. Uh, he does look very, very good, uh, but he is 17. And um, no is the answer. Not Certainly not this season or next season. On AnfieldIndex.com, Stephen Smith has a new piece up, my first Liverpool Idols. So do check that out. There's also a piece entitled Joe Gomez in the Bigger Picture, also by uh, Mr. Smith. Guy is reminding me that Mo Salah is up for African Football of the Year, along with Sadio Mane and Mr. Mendy from Chelsea. And we have a load of new podcasts for your listening pleasure. There is a new Under Pressure, What's New in Football Analytics. It is... Nat Phillips' dad, Daniel Rhodes, Phil Barker, and Richard Cole, a new signing to the Under Pressure podcast, having a look at basically 
what's new in the world of football analytics. So do check that one out. Uh, there's a new Mulby on the spot. Mr. Downey and Mr. Mulby back in tandem. It is, as always, a cracker. There is the new rival recon. Harry Setti has had a look ahead to Tottenham Hotspur and what they might offer this season. And there is a new Anfield Index Pro Plus, which is Nina and Dave Davis looking at the new ticketing scheme and kind of giving a breakdown on what it is and what it means. There is a new AI scouted, which myself and Carl recorded yesterday. Um, I don't know when that's going to be out. That's up to Drinkle. So Guy says tomorrow, it'll be tomorrow. So there we go. That's me for today. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.